0: This is Brett White, and welcome to Being Leaders, a podcast exploring the mistakes, the challenges, and the stuff-ups that have helped shape our leadership journeys. I will be joined by successful, honest, and amazing leaders from around the world, talking about their fears, their failures, and their freakouts. You will be inspired, encouraged, and even a little surprised by the lessons, insights, and learnings that these incredible people share. So thanks for joining us and enjoy today's Being Leaders Conversation. You know, on this episode, I am chatting with Sadia Sheik, an incredible woman who is making huge impacts in the lives of girls and young women in Pakistan. She founded the first ever women's football club in Pakistan and has since worked as a coach and mentor to over 2,000 young women. UNICEF has called her the mother of football in Pakistan and her influence in the lives of women is inspiring. She shares some of her stories, her challenges, her fears and failures over the last 20 years and it's a delight to have her on the Being Leaders podcast. Well welcome Sadia, it's great to have you on the Being Leaders podcast all the way from Pakistan. Welcome, how
1: are you doing? I'm fine. And thank you, Brett, for having me. It's an honor to be on your program. Thank you. Thank you. So whereabouts in Pakistan are you? I live in uh, the province Sindh and the city Karachi, which is one of the most well-known international uh, cities of the world and Pakistan as well.
0: Yeah, wow. So how's the whole COVID uh pandemic uh impacted and affected you over these last sort of 18 months
1: uh well um we uh, let me tell you covid has not only affected pakistan but everybody in the world yeah especially when i see these young children who were born in the covid and who missed their first two years of schooling yeah for example they were in kg KGs, uh, or prime uh, the kindergarten, and when they had to miss grade one and two and directly go to grade three, that is the most effective uh, mm. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, because well. for them, it's a new world. And even uh, like I'm a physical education teacher at a school, beside being a coach. So m- teaching them to make friends and make a straight line yeah, well. is the most devi- difficult thing. And um, psychologically, they are not um, uh, known to this world, and for them, to it—it uh, it is also an adventure to teach these young minds. But um, uh, and the poverty which came, the lost uh, the, the people lost jobs over yeah. here, yes. and uh, it—it's very sad.
0: Yeah, it's been a very sad and challenging time for everybody, hasn't it? Yes, it has. So, I mean, one of the things that you're kind of famous for and one of the things that I was like so curious um, about you is that you started the first ever women's football club, soccer that is, football club in Pakistan. Is that true? Yes.
1: Yes, it is true. Uh, In 2002, first I had a basketball club. Then uh, I used to play my uh, football myself in Sharjah. I've taken my early education in Dubai in Sharjah. When I came in Pakistan, I told my physical education teachers to start over here, but they laughed that women do not play or girls don't play football over here. So I started hockey. But once I uh, started earning, making new uh, friends, started a new job, the first thing uh, I i had in mind was to open a football club and some of the girls even i got were very much into football or soccer you can say because yeah. they used to play with boys so this is the way in 2002 the first woman football club the women football club was founded by me in pakistan
0: wow um so was that like a hard thing to do in your
1: context Ah. Uh, Yes, it had its hardships because once we had a ground where uh, we had a mosque and we used to because there were no girls team, we used yeah. to play against boys. Yeah, well. Ours was a mixed team and they we used to. So when the people used to come out from the mosque or any people uh, who uh, th- thought that girls and boys should not play used to tell the groundsmen that tell them to stop playing or we will not allow them to the in the ground and stuff. So that ground was taken from us. Yeah. Yeah. Though we paid.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so
1: we we uh, kept on looking for different grounds. We went to different uh, and it was the scenario everywhere. Somewhere out of jealousy. It was like because this was a women's club. And you know, when you start something new, yes. people do approach you and you are a hero. Yes. So sometimes out of jealousy people did not like this and we were stopped grounds then we went to the beach to practice yeah,
0: you know okay. because,
1: yep. yeah anything where we where we could find a place to play sometimes uh, the beach was the best but after a certain time people used to come over there uh, and start you know uh, making uh, noises at us oh girls are playing football. go home and cook (laughs) yeah so it was very very hard so we had to call the girls around 7 a.m in the morning or sometimes 6 30 and by 8 we used to finish
0: yeah wow that's amazing i i i find it really inspirational uh to hear you know your story you obviously loved football but it was more um it wasn't just your love for football it was the love for the kids right it was
1: more uh, of improv- empowering girls yeah. and women. Yeah. Why? Because in our society, I've seen so, I've stopped marriage early, childhood marriages. And uh, this is the main reason of my journey. Yeah. Is to empower women and girls through football. Whether they, become, uh, whether they become physical education teachers or they become coaches or players. That's the reason
0: it's amazing um i ran uh some workshops with you last year for some of your yeah. coaches and players on uh, mindset and i was so impressed uh by the caliber and the strength and, and the courage uh, and and the skill of the women that you now have uh and that you've coached and that you um have empowered in their journey when you look back Uh, at the changes that have happened. And now, you know, you've been able to coach teams that have gone on to tournaments and and win trophies. It's been quite an exciting uh, journey for you.
1: It has the biggest challenge over here. And thank you for your book, Mindset, you gave us. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get an Urdu version of it printed. I cannot find people who can (laughs) translate it. It's another adventure for me. Yeah, it's a very wide uh, book and i want the uh, it should to spread everywhere especially where iit but i the, i cannot find a translator so i'm still on this is one thing in my mind as well yeah, yes good plus, luck <laughs> thank you plus the girls uh, yes um, they are very enthusiastic uh, and the parents want the girls to do but sometimes the culture and especially their family surrounds like stops them so then sometimes i have to go and i have to speak to the entire family which will include the grandparents the uncles the aunties the grandmothers yeah. and especially i have to quote uh, something about my religion as well so they can understand i tell them one thing Yep. if you, if your daughter is good in something, for example, she's good in football, it must have been your genes. And your genes are the one, it can't be wrong, she can't have wrong genes because it's come from you. So, yep. where are you stopping her? So, uh, science and go together, yeah. So, over the last
0: 18 20 years, what's been one of your highlights?
1: My highlights is I have trained over 2,000 players, wow. over 2,000 women players, 17 to 18 international women football players for Pakistan.
0: Wow.
1: And um, I have stopped early childhood marriages because of football. And those girls who were, uh, uh, I, I, I will tell you something. I had a very good, I still have, a very good football player. Her father was getting her marriage while she was around for 13, 14. Yeah. I told her father that why are you getting her married? So the poverty is such he said we have an extra mouth to feed because he's a fisherman. Yeah. I said, What if you give me two years? I will pay for her education, I will pay for her transport, and I will get her a very good job. Just give me two years. He said that will what be. I said, why aren't you telling? I said, just give me. Let her complete her twelve classes, because in by ten you you won't get a job. She won't get a job. So finally he agreed. I kept paying them, uh, paying the uh, girl for the education and for the transport, and she kept playing football. After the twelve, I get a I got her a job in a very prestigious school. Wow. And from there she earns much more than a father and a brother obviously yeah wow. and aside this she coaches um, in clubs and she takes private coaching tuitions as well yeah, wow. so and she she on the other hand became a mentor and started um, telling other girls so my uh is not only making players, but also producing mentors who would be making other mentors and mentees for this.
0: That's fantastic. Yes. It's such a great story because as you say, it's not just that one girl's life that you've able to empower uh, in a whole new way. It's the impact that she's then been able to have on other young girls um, yes. and that that you've had the privilege of Coaching and working alongside over 2,000 uh, young girls and women, Uh, that's just incredible. Uh, You know, what a great job you have done. So you you should be proud of the work that you've done.
1: And above all, not only in the cities, but we've been to villages as well. Yeah. And villages where there are no straight means no uh, proper roads. And till now, uh, 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 like, uh, they are far behind not only uh, uh, in um, uh, uh, football but a lot of things yeah for them uh, it's a whole new world
0: it's fair yeah it's great so in that 20 years um you know you know you've been a leader you've been a coach you've been a mentor <laughs> have you made any mistakes um you know this podcast Um, that we're doing is about the fears or failures (laughs) that we make as leaders along the way and, you know, what the learnings and the lessons might be for for us and those that are listening. So in that journey, has there been kind of any failures or fears or mistakes that you've made that uh, you've learned from that we can share with our listeners today?
1: Yes, I have trusted sometimes the wrong people. Okay yeah everybody does yes and uh, my basic thing is that i um uh, sometimes i could not speak up and the reason i could not speak up was um that these girls uh, might not get a chance i come from a very humble background i'm not yeah. a politician i'm not a millionaire <laughs> in pakistan these two things work either you should be uh, from uh, any political party or you should have a lot of money in your wallet yeah i am a person who started the these clubs with my own salary i used to still do three to four jobs at that time i was young so even sundays was not uh, off for me
0: yeah yeah
1: the money i got was for these girls so uh, plus uh, i had uh, i uh, i was uh, doing so much and so much work i did not look at the psychological effect uh, of the players and of the clubs so sometimes uh, i could not see the two people are not getting together yeah so uh, uh as a leader i should have looked into these things more but because of lack of time and because i was tired as well some and i used to not only be uh, concerned with the money uh, coming in for the club but i used to also play as a goalkeeper for my club
0: yeah that's right
1: so i had a lot of things in my mind and Uh, I think these things stopped me from becoming a proper leader.
0: Yeah. So during that sort of time, what what were some of the kind of the lessons uh, that you learned through those experiences to become a better leader? Um, You know, what, how did you kind of, what things did you need to change in the way that you led, um, the way that you coached, uh, and the way that you mentored so that you could continue to improve?
1: I started uh, trusting my instincts. Number one. Yeah,
0: good. One.
1: Number two, I uh, started asking for more volunteerships, plus bringing more people, so they could have. Uh, I could have had more help. I was doing everything single-handedly.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: But now, now I have brought some people who were my students who even us uh, psychologists or some women who can come or men on volunteer basis and help in it's also very difficult over here because um, uh, in pakistan nobody wants to be a volunteer okay uh, yeah yeah so uh, i um, uh, and uh, psychologically i have ta- started dealing with the players myself and um, if there's a conflict, I try to resolve it uh, there and then rather than uh, letting it go. Uh, and uh, marketing was my weak point as well. Uh, because girls over here, uh, it's very difficult. But I'm trying to work on these uh, where I lack, being a good leader, being a good psychologist. Uh, I, I try to l- learn by my mistakes and try to overcome them
0: right you know
1: i and, think and uh, i one thing sorry i have learned no, no, to right. uh, be with the political leaders as well so you know we can uh, they can help us on not joining a party or something yeah but being with these influential people has helped me to uh, 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 create a certain uh, safety circle around my girls Good. Especially in the villages and interior sin, uh, it is very necessary to be part and to know these leaders. That's
0: great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I think that's um, that's an incredible way that you've been able to build um, on your experience. And I think as leaders, uh, we do sometimes make that mistake of sort of doing trying to do everything ourselves, um, and that can become you know a burden. Uh, and it become, become difficult because our capacity then becomes smaller because we're trying to do everything. And so you know I think uh, for young leaders, learning how to invite people into the journey is a really important lesson. Learning yes. to bring others along who maybe have expertise or strengths in different areas than us, and building teams uh, to accomplish more, I think is a really important lesson that we can learn uh, in our journeys. Very I think, um, you know, you said uh, in Pakistan people don't like to volunteer. How many volunteers would you have
1: um, working in football now? Around two to three, that's all. Yeah, okay. I still am looking for more because I um, need... uh, I I am not very uh, good at computers or I'm not very good at photography (laughs) (laughs) or... But the you know why I'm scared as well is uh, sometimes I get such people who are uh, who, who uh, their interests are into the girls not for the work. Yeah, so right. this is another thing I have to look that the person I'm giving. So I prefer females, which uh, culturally is much more um, preferred in our society and are safer. Yes, I have tried uh, one two males, but I uh, not one two but three, four males, and I was tapen, taken aback by the mindset of how they look at girls.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, and, uh, that's a, and that's obviously a big challenge uh, culturally, just it, continually it, it, changing the mindset of both men and boys um, and yes, also all the, the
1: women and girls as well. Yes, it's like men who had daughters their age I was surprised how they you know acted so, so such things if there's also one rumor this uh, in our society, then the whole thing can collapse. yeah, so might does not uh, bring uh, or, or, or take a chance. Yes, so
0: working with particularly young girls um, in your in the villages and even in the city, you have to be really careful with who you have on your team um, to make sure that, you know, the girls are safe and well looked after. Um, Is part of your journey also to try and change some of those mindsets in in the boys? Because I know you have boys now um, in the club as well. Yes,
1: I have recruited uh, boys as well now since three, four years. And the main reason was to change their mindset and to look at girls differently yeah
0: it's good uh
1: so we have kept boys from a young age so when they grow up they will grow up with a different mindset rather than uh you know that i'm a man and i have all the uh like privileges or she's a girl and she can't do what i can do
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so we uh, have uh, a boys' club, and we make them uh, till age fourteen, under fourteen. They, we mostly have mixed tournaments. Okay. Yeah, the basic thing is about these tournament is um, the girls obviously will learn to be quick and fast, and you know, and the boys will learn to respect the girls. Great. Yeah, yes. I love that. The gender discrimination in our society is is uh you can't imagine okay a small child will also have this thing in mind. i'm a boy and yeah. she's a girl yeah i will go outside she will wash the dishes yeah. why yeah it goes hand in hand
0: yeah so again what you're doing through football is not just empowering women it's actually bringing transformation to culture and communities Yes, it's brilliant. Thank you. So good. And what what's kind of like for you when you look back? Um, you know, you've you've worked with over two thousand, you know, young girls. What's been a couple of those girls that have gone on to to maybe do some amazing things? Um, is there one girl in particular that kind of stands out that you just, you know, her story is um, worth telling.
1: There are a lot of girls, but especially um, uh, there there is my captain Rukhsar Rashid, who stood up from a remote area and started her own academy, a job, has her own car and uh, is going great. And then there was this girl whose father was getting married. Now she is also working and... uh, uh like and looking at life uh first it was her father who was getting married. now she has in her in her mind to get married on her own will hmm. with the person she loves yeah great <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, there is an kiran uh Qureshi, who also comes from a remote area and has become a coach in a club, and um, is also br- uh, broke her rituals into getting married into a family in a village, yeah. and uh, had, um, has gotten engaged with a person she loves. So these stories are all um, because I never told them to uh, stand up for the right in the wrong way. No. Yeah, but to stand up for what is right for them. Yeah. A girl studying in a city will, uh, getting married in a village will be, it's hard for her. And she has a life. Why not? Yeah. So these, uh, and there are so many amazing stories. I have recently adopted around 20 under 14 girls (laughs) from the industrial area. Their parents work in industries and are workers. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, now their
0: story will start with me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Yeah,
1: so they and, are and in it's, the age and, and, of under fourteen.
0: And not only do you have that, you know, those girls in that age group, but then you've got these other younger women who you've been working with that can mentor and and speak back into the lives of these young people, and just creating, uh, you know, something really beautiful that is changing um you know the outcomes changing the culture changing um you know what the the lives of these uh, young girls and women looks like and it's very exciting and very inspirational
1: yeah i my another project will be in another city of sin that is namabshah that is also a very backward uh, area where the children even the boys yeah we will be taking on young boys and girls. They have never played sports as a sport. Yeah. So we will be going and coaching them. There will be uh, so I keep doing things, and I want uh, us to change, change for the betterment. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. How, what's one thing that you do to help yourself um, keep going to you know overcome fear um, to keep
1: doing what you do? Brett, sometimes I get very tired, let me yeah. tell you, because yeah. lack of funds, uh, we have lack of funds. Plus, the people over here are, um, uh, uh, it's like uh, hardly one or two, three or four good people, the rest are very dishonest. And uh, uh, But these girls and their smiling faces keep me going, believe me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I look at them and I want to do something. I, sometimes I said, let's retire. I'm 50 now. Uh, I'm 50 now. So I want to, you know, um, uh, like um, slow down things. But when I see them and I see these opportunities coming, I said, no, no, let's go.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. Uh, it's an inspiring. So just a couple of little final wrap up questions. Um, yeah. If you could give one piece of advice to young leaders around the world, what would it be?
1: I would uh, uh, just uh, request them, not advise them that keep this caravan going. Yeah. People will keep entering. Don't stop. Don't give up Great. because you can change a lot of lives. Changing life is as as being close to God and being close to God is one of the finest things hmm. in the world you can achieve it's beautiful
0: yes. what about I know you don't um, you don't read a lot of books we were talking about this before but do you, you know, I read how- your
1: book <laughs> mindset <laughs> <laughs> so, because it, that- it was inspiring so, it had it, a lot uh, of uh, you know uh, uh, something to motivate me yeah good so I, aside <laughs> it, I like um, historical books, sports yeah
0: yeah good. and what's what's one thing that you want to be known for? Uh, UNICEF gave me the title for Mother of football in Pakistan. The mother of football in Pakistan that's a yeah that's a beautiful true. title
1: yeah so and I loved it. How do you, so, how does <laughs>
0: how does that make you feel the mother of football in Pakistan?
1: It's great because yeah. this mother is still going strong right. and I want um, more daughters to come and join mm. me in my uh, like uh, in my travel or I should say in my path so we can produce more young girls who will be um, empowering because no nation mm. can uh, strive or conquer without a woman on your yeah. side.
0: It's fantastic. So thank you so much for your time. I know you've got a really busy schedule uh, with school going back and lots of things going on for you over there in Pakistan. I really appreciate your time. Uh, what you've done over the last 20 years really is an inspiration to me. And thank you, Brett. Thank I, you. For I, I, I hope one day we get to meet face-to-face. Inshallah. Um, maybe you the, can bring a yes. pakistan girls team out to australia and uh, we can organize or maybe you can come,
1: <laughs> can
0: come to pakistan <laughs> Why you're <not>? most welcome <laughs> okay well thank it you again to have you. thank, thank you, you. you again and it's been great to chat and i wish you all the best with everything that you're doing thank you take care